listener production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! Oh! He's Welcome to the Footy Talk Podcast on Listener. Tony Squires and Aaron Woods in for this Saturday. Coming up, we'll surgically dissect all the drama from Friday night, including the Broncos' upset win over the reigning Premiers. Plus, HIA drama already involving Kalen Ponga. That and plenty more on the Footy Talk Podcast on Listener. Welcome indeed to the Saturday edition of Footy Talk on Listener. Tony Squires with you and I'm joined by Aaron Woods. Woodsy, good day. Good day, Tony. How you going, mate? I look a little bit bitter and twisted, to be honest with you. Um, Why is that? Well, the Dragon season launch was during the week. Yes, and oh, no invite. No invite for Tony. Oh, he should have messaged me. I, would have, I had a plus one. I didn't take my missus. <laughs> that would be good. That would be good coming as your plus one. I'm the only fan left. Uh, and why don't I get an invitation? But... You could have hosted because we had Emma Lawrence and she's a Tigers fan. Wait a minute, we'll back up with Sparky. So a Tigers fan, and we love yep. Emma. We yes. love Emma. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. She hosted the Dragon season launch. She did, she did, yep. And yeah, it just shows you where we're at at the moment. <laughs> and here I am, here I am. <laughs> Sorry, Tone, I'll have to put a word in for you at the club. It's disappointing to hear, isn't it? Mm, it is. Well, the good news is that but every, you know what? The everybody back page, showed up. The, the back page went this week, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're on. You're on. That's true. And that is good news too. You must be really sick of talking uh, dragons. At the moment, yes, because it's not for the positive. It's all for negative. Yeah. So, but it, you know what? It, it's all been brought upon by ourselves. Mm. It's not like, you know, the club. We had a poor performance. You know, we stuffed up off the field, had a couple of indiscretions. So it's back on us as a group. We need to pull our heads in and, and we need to move forward and, and start winning games next week, especially because if we do lose, it's going to put a lot of scrutiny onto us again. Yeah, that's true because what is now, you know, there's a lot of talk about the Dragons. It will become yelling, won't it, if the start of the season is, is not so great. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of talks come from us, how our culture and all that's changed, our, our playing style. Um, so if we can go out and show what we've done in all this preseason and have a good win, um, have a really good performance and, you know, just show it what we've worked hard on this offseason. I think a lot of people will go, oh, yeah, you know, that, that, this is really happening. Yeah. But at the moment, we put out a really poor performance against uh, South Sydney. Against St. Helens, it was okay. Yeah. But that was a lot about a lot young, of young kids. kids. Yeah. yeah. So, um, we've, like I said, we just brought it upon ourselves, um, you know, so we've got to own that and we've got, we need to just change people's opinion when we play next Sunday night. And that's a bummer, isn't it? I guess you had to wait because you've got the bye in the first round and you are, in fact, the last game oh, of round two. <laughs> Mate, could you ask for a worse start? So I've been telling everybody, everyone I've spoke to is after a really, really poor performance, you just want to get straight back on the field the next week. Yeah. And you want to play, you want to be the first game. <laughs> we've had to wait a bye and then with a Sunday 6.30 game. Yeah. Second round. On the positive side of things, though, I just do notice the new jersey has the red V starting right up over the shoulders yes. rather than on the chest, which I think is about a four-point advantage per game, Having going back to that kind of look. Well, we'll take any point advantage at the moment, Tone. Um, but look, I didn't realise how, like, but this is the thing before we went to the Dragons. I didn't realise how big the club was yeah, yeah. And, and how big, how those little things they really, people keep an eye on. So yeah. um, we just, you know, we've got to get, like I said, we, we, we're pleasing people, but we need to, we need to please people with our performance on the field. I tell you what was pleasing has it been the resumption of uh, rugby league because the uh, first three games have been terrific. We won't go back to Thursday. That was a genius start though, <coughs> um, with the golden point. Let's talk last night's footy. A couple of games there, one in Wellington where Newcastle uh, didn't quite get the job done. Good to see the Warriors doing it. But let, let's start 
in fact, with the other game, the Panthers trying to go back to back to back, always going to be incredibly difficult. Then the Broncos arrive and yep. a bit of pressure on them and not many people had them in the eight. Uh, and they spring the upset with some Brilliant defence, I think, is probably what did it eventually, 13-12. Yeah, it's something that we don't talk about the Broncos, which is their defence. Yeah. We normally talk about, oh, they've got a lot of flair or attack, but the amount of, I think it was the tackled inside 20 from from Parramatta, onto, uh, from Penrith onto the Broncos last night was unbelievable. Yeah. And they just kept showing up for each other. They just kept turning them away. Um, you know, just the relentlessness of just showing up for the, for the teammate was absolutely outstanding. And they, that, that's how they built pressure on, on, on the Panthers. And... They really made the Panthers uneven when they attacked the try line. It just feel like they were out of sync. Yeah. Normally, when we see the Panthers side, they just go you know, bang, bang, bang. You know, Coruscant, Cleary, or Luai, then to Edwards, or, or they find Crichton. You know, they find Tago. They just looked like they got out of sync last night. Blokes were running lead lines before the pass was even thrown, and they're just getting in each other's way. And I don't know if you've seen after the game, they they had a little bit of a blow up with. Luai, Luai yeah, and, and, and Semen. Semen. Mm. And, and they play on the same. Well, they hit, Semen come on left back row, and that was Jerome Luai was left edge as well. So don't know if a little bit of that, you know, transpended to the end of the game with when they were having the argument. But, yeah, they just didn't look like they were at, you know, working as a team last night. But, look, it's not worry. You're not worried if you're a Panther supporter because that's round one. You know, you're going to be hunted. And, and this is the third. They're going for a three-peat. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, that hasn't been done yet in the NRL. No. You know, so I'm not worried about them at all, but they just need to get a bit more fluency from their spine, I reckon. And everybody was talking, obviously, before the game even kicked off, Appy Coruscant not yep. being there. Um, Kikau on that edge as well. So Luke Garner comes in, uh, Mitch Kenny. But uh, uh, Luke, Sammy Luke, I thought looked terrific uh, when he came on the field. Unbelievable, Tone. I thought he changed the game. Yeah. They sort of looked like... Um, they were just not going through the motions, but they were just getting their plays done. It was making, clunky. Yeah, yeah, it was really clunky. They were out of sync. But when Sonny Luke come, he was, his first touch, he got out, he made a little 15-meter break, and I think he got a six again or a penalty off um, Big Cobber holding him down. But And then he got a try. Yep. Uh, they got him right back into it. So he's – and he really crafted. He's, he's sort of like that Api Coruscant mold where he sort of looks one way but passes. And the, the, the way these guys can pass the ball and land it right in the right spot every yep. time, it's – as a defender, it's frustrating because yeah. they do it with ease, but they're just so confident to no look and pass. And I reckon the more game time that he gets, you know, throughout this year, that's going to really, you know, benefit this Panthers side because, yeah, they lost, you know, we've spoken about Corus, so he's going to be a massive loss, but they've got to move on from that now. And I think Kenny takes that first 20, 25 minutes when it's nice, tough, physical, and then you get Luke in to play the nice, silky, crafty game. And, yeah, like I said, he was a game changer last night. All right, on the plus side, of course, for the Broncos, terrific performance. And Kevin Walter said it was all about defence. Now, uh, that forward pack of them, uh, Payne Haas, who has been their, their player yeah. of the, the club for the past three years, I think. Flegler, when he came on, was terrific. you got Paddy Carrigan, um, <clears throat> obviously, and, and, and Kate Will. And then you got Adam Reynolds. Didn't play any of the trials. Out he comes, just looks magic, control. He's kicking game, sensational. Well, we, we were always worried why Souths let go of Reynolds because yeah. just the calmness on him, like he never looks flustered mm. and, and always picks the right decision. His kicking game was absolutely phenomenal last night and, and just the moments when he took the right, you know, right options, he's just, he never gets it wrong. And another bloke I thought was outstanding was Cobbo. Yep. You know, he hasn't played much fullback. Uh, I think he's played all wing in, in his whole NRL career. That was his first starting game at fullback. And he was like Dylan Edwards. He had as much touches as Dylan Edwards at halftime. I think they both had 13 or 14 touches. But they weren't like just catch and bring it back. They would play ones off your try line. And then he was just getting the ball. And 
mate, he could be absolutely anything, you know, in, in, in the future because this kid is a big lump, but geez, he can run and just, it's like he just loves the contact. Yeah. And like you said. He did get carted over the sideline a couple yeah, of times. Yeah, he did. And, and that's what he's going to learn as a kid, you yeah. know, and probably you don't, you, it's a, you play more of the percentage play, you stay in. And, and I think for Brisbane was, the worry was it was on play one and play two yeah. both those times and there was probably no need to go near that. Yeah. I don't know if he was trying to get it at Luai because of the words that were yes. said, you know, on that podcast, but you got to be smarter with your battles, you know, because that did cost a side because they had, both times they were in scoring opportunity. And you speak about their front row, Hass, um, um, the young fella Jensen from from Cowboys, he's yeah. been absolutely outstanding yeah. since the last 18 months he's been there. And like you said, Tower Power off the bench, Flegler, I know he's, they're going to lose him. Tapa-u. Oh, Tapa-u, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I've, yeah, I don't, yeah, that's a new number, yeah. Which I think is great. Look, I think that's good a conversation that they come out for another that. time. Yeah, yeah exactly it's right. But at least, at least he's come out and told us what he wants to be called now, which Correct. helps. So. Correct. But I just thought their middle forwards worked so hard for each other. And even young Billy Walters. Yeah. You know, he, he was, I think he was off the bench in the in the trials and then he got the jump over Pakes and, mate, he created that, I think it was the second try, just, you know. Through so, confusion because we thought, thought he was going to kick. He but, thought he was going to kick. Yeah, and it's, I think one of, the, one of the middle forwards got in the road, but it's just yeah. good to see him playing, like just pushing up, whereas other teams just... They go, no, you still got to kick it. Yeah. They just got young legs and they just want to keep moving. The stuff that happened on uh, on a podcast that caused some bad blood. So, if anything you want to say about any players uh, for next week that you could really offend? Oh, mine comes up every week anyway, so it doesn't really bother me. <laughs> I say one word and it's on, you know, everywhere. <laughs> of course it is. The social media just blows up. Uh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> what about the Knights and, uh, and the Warriors? I guess the big thing out of this, one of the, everybody was looking at Kalen Pong and yes. how he's going to go in the number six. Uh, I'll get your thoughts on that in a moment. But he was kind of robbed of the, an opportunity at the back end of the game. 100%. It was very, very close. And then he was told, instructed that the, a doctor that he needed to go off, it was their ruling, so it couldn't be argued. He couldn't have an HIA assessment on the field, had to leave the field. This is what he had to say about it. Been, I've been knocked out before. I definitely wasn't in any state. It was, I couldn't believe it. Ten minutes to go, came on the line. I'm literally fine. I think there's an assessment usually that happens, but yeah, I got taken off by an independent doc- doctor. I think. And I said to the ref, I'm not going off, but it's not. It's not his. It's not his call. It's someone in a box. There's usually an assessment sometimes on the field where it's like they check your balance and stuff like that, but that wasn't the case because it was an independent doctor. Wherever the Barker is, whether it's in Sydney or wherever, apparently, I don't, you'll have to fact check this because I don't know it all, but bumped it to a category two, which meant that he comes straight off the field. He couldn't do an assessment out on the field or something like that, but he's unaware of any incident. So. And he's, like he said, he knows what they feel like. That's coach Adam O'Brien after Caelan Ponger as well. Poor old Adam's still sounding tired already. Uh, the season, but what he says is true. Although I guess it doesn't matter where the doctor is because he's working off video, isn't he? He's looking at the, at a screen uh, rather than looking straight out onto the field. But Kalen was starting to jump into the line by that point and causing some havoc, and he didn't look too bad. Yeah, it was a funny one because I remember seeing. I, I, he got hit earlier on in the game. And he stayed down for a penalty. Yep. You know, he got the penalty. But that one, I remember it was Adam Fanua Blake come across and probably just put his weight on him. Yeah. And, you know, you normally see a, a head knock and, you know, look at Scotty Sorensen last night, for instance, in the Penrith game. He stayed down like he was, yeah, he I don't know fine. if he went limp, but he, you could tell he was dusty. Whereas with Ponga's one, it looked like he was just like watching the play from the ground. It didn't look like he was, you know, suffering any effects from what I saw when I was watching the game. And the hard thing for that is, like I said, the referee, it's taken out of his hands. It, he would have got a core independent doctor. Yep. As soon as, I think once they see something, you you got to come straight off straight away. And yep. I think... It, 
I'm not sure if it's the 15 minutes or if it's just you're completely done if it's a Category 1. Yep. But it really did rob them. A, wouldn't say rob them a win, but it robbed them a chance of winning because, like you said, I, th- I think the longer that game went on, the more he got involved and the better he looked at number six. Yep. And he's starting to really put his hands on the ball and, and own that game because I think it was that play. He almost set up the try when he, he sort of picked up a loose ball and ran through and then almost flicked the back, and that's when Fanul Blake hit him. But, yeah, I'd be disappointed if I was a Knights fan because – that was a real big moment of the game. And, and I think from there, Warriors went up the field and, you know, and I think scored, that, yeah, yeah, scored yeah. the try. So a nice start, of course, for their coach, uh, Andrew Webster. Yeah, uh, good fella too, Webby. I had Webby at the Tigers. He's yeah. a really good bloke. And um, you just seen the, the players playing for each other. Young yeah. Jackson Ford, who was at the Dragons, yep. I thought he was absolutely outstanding. Yep. Uh, he got an opportunity to start in the back row. And it was really good to see Sean Johnson, you know, demand the ball. Um, look, he came up with a couple errors, but it was good to see him take on the line a lot more than what he has in the last previous couple of years. And, you know, Tamari Martin, a couple of silky touches. And I think Wade Egan, ah, what a player, no, jeez. That try was brilliant. Unbelievable. Yeah. He just caught everyone napping and he's just that type of player. You can't rest when he's got when he's a dummy half because he's always going to create something. And I thought he just controlled the ruck in the Appy Coruscant mould, like when we were talking about Penrith. And he, he's been with Appy before at Penrith. So um, they're going to be a good side. And, and they competed for the whole 80 minutes. You know, a lot of times you get a lot of blowouts yeah. at this time of the year, especially early on if the game's not in the balance. And... Um, they both competed really, really hard, and it was really good to see. It was. There was great goal line defence. On both sides, yeah. yeah. A- absolutely. Sean Nikokrukstar was oh. fantastic. He's a great addition for them. Well, he's just like a, he's a big loss for Canberra, especially yeah. at the moment. You know, they've lost their fullback. So I think, um, you know, one of the centres is filling in at Canberra. And, mate, to have someone like Chance Cockle-Nixag, especially come back home where all his family is, you could tell he was happy. He runs 20, 20 runs a game for 200 metres and – he just does all the little crap jobs. You know, we spoke about Cobo before. He just does those play ones. And that you can tell that Webster's got that Penrith-style mentality. Play four, they get in there. They want the fullback to get the quick play of the ball like Dylan Edwards. And yep. he does it every time. And a couple of times he got a, a six again on play four, which gives him another set. And that just, as a middle defender, that just breaks your heart when you're giving away six agains on, on last plays. So they've got a really good balance there. And, you know, I think they're only going to get better throughout the year. Just, uh, just a quick one to finish up. And uh, Have you ever played on with anything like uh, a compound dislocation, Cameron Munster style? Oh, mate, I've, uh, <laughs> a sore fingernail hurts me. Yeah. Mate. <laughs> a paper cut, not me. Mate, I don't want to borrow it. But, mate, I've seen the pictures of it on, on the socials. <laughs> the bone was, it was like out here. For those listeners, it's unbelievable. He's pointing I'll, to his yeah, finger. Yeah, sorry, he's pointing that way. Like Brian Fletcher's <laughs> finger. It's sort of like Brian Fletcher's finger. I'll have to get Soprano so we can put it up on the socials. But... Mate, we were, co- we were commentating the game, uh, myself, uh, Dan Ganane and Jimmy Graham. Yeah. And at halftime, so he already went off for about 10 minutes. And we just thought, you know, Parra's got all the ascendancy. You know, they're going to they're gonna run away with it here. But then as soon as we saw um, Cameron Munster run out, we go, ooh, that changes a lot right yep. now. And he just wanted more ball, <laughs> the more sore finger he had. And he just dominated the game. And just that's what class players do. And... Mate, good on him, but I think he's going to be out for a couple Every, of weeks yeah, now. Yeah, that's right. Yesterday, he had surgery yesterday, so it will be at least two weeks before he is back, Cameron Munster, but was a very, very brave performance. All right, you're listening to the Footy Talk podcast on Listener. When we come back, we'll preview a massive, massive Super Saturday. Listen to the Footy Talk podcast on Listener. Tony Squires, Aaron Woods with you. Okay, Woodsy, uh, let's look forward to what is a terrific Saturday 
afternoon and evening of rugby league. Uh, the Seagulls and the Bulldogs first off. Here we go. This is amazing, isn't it? They've got the two new coaches. Yep. So much expectation, certainly with the Bulldogs in terms of who they've brought uh, in the playing roster as well. Yeah, definitely. They've probably been, you know, besides the Tigers, the most active in, you know, recruiting in this offseason. So I think kick is going to be a big boost for them. But Manly at home, Seabold, you know, Shane Flanagan, um, Jimmy Dimmick in there. We had a trial against them in a, a post-session in the off-season. They look really happy over there. Um, Tommy Turbo's back. Yeah, that's big. That's huge. And I just think, you know, uh, just obviously Schuster's out, a big loss, but then Cooper Johnson's was probably the form player of the, of the competition in the trials, steps up and takes the void. So I'm really liking Manly at home. Uh, I think this is going to be a new era for him. Um, you know, I think Seabold cops a lot of flack from a lot of people, but I think this is the right team for him. You know, there's a good mixture of youth, good mixture of senior players there, and I think he's going to really relish that. It's similar to when he had South Sydney. You know, he got him, got him rolling in a really good spot. Um, did, obviously, didn't go too well up in Brisbane, but there was a quite a young side, and yeah. I think he's going to have a really good successful story at, at Manly. You said they looked like a, a happy unit, which is a big thing given that there was a bit of tension, and we all know yep. what happened last season. Uh, With the pride stuff and yeah, all that. Yeah, but, exactly. So they were kind of – there was a gap in the group. You could just – you know when you sort of see a group and you go, mate, they're, they're happy. You yeah. know, you can tell that it's not – there's no like – it's not fake. Yep. They're all around each other, mate, the talk at training, the energy, they're always upbeat. And just all the coaching staff, like they were, you know, they addressed problems that went wrong, but they all spoke up highly and um, they just seem like they're all on the same page. And look, we haven't even spoke about Cherry Evans or, yeah. or you know, Jake Travojevic. They've got some really good players there. And so I've, I'm, got, I've got them in the eight. Yeah, 100%. Them. They're in my yeah. top eight too. Yeah. Uh, I think they're going to really surprise people. I think it's going to be like that year, two years ago. Um, yeah. If they can keep Tommy Turbo on the field for, I'd say, 80% of the games. I think they're going to be, they could be pushing for top four as well. Okay, full house, I reckon, at Four Pines Park this afternoon, three o'clock. Sold right. out. Sold out. Yep. Unlike yourself, of course, who is still not, you know, not sold out, I would say. Cowboys and Raiders. Uh, now, again, look, this is an interesting game of foot too, isn't it? Cowboys, who finished so well yep. last year, uh, there's not been a lot talked about them so far. They've been the one that's been mainly on the radar. And the Raiders disappointing in the preseason, but they've got plenty to offer. Yeah, very disappointing Raiders in the preseason. They're probably same performance as sort of the Dragons. So mm. um, there's a lot for them to be on the line here. And, you know, like you said, Cowboys had a really good season last year. They yeah. probably flew under the radar. They were everyone's tip for wooden spoon or most people. Um, but I think they can go to another level this year. You know, um, Toddy Payton's doing something really good up there. Uh, the expansive style of footy they're playing, but they also back their defence. You know, we spoke yeah. about the teams last night defend their troll arm really well, and it's something the Cowboys do. They show up in numbers, um, and I think, I reckon this could probably be the little bit of a blowout of the week. Uh, I think, I do believe that Cowboys are doing something good. They had some, they've trialed well. Um, I love their halves. Um, you know, Tommy Dearden and Chad Townsend, you got yeah. one bloke that's sort of like the the nerd of the team that directs everyone around, which is Chatty, and then you got yeah. Dearden. He's got pens in his top there pocket. he does, mate. Yeah. He's <laughs> taking his vlog everywhere to show people what he gets up to. But, um, and then you've got Dearden who just plays the eyes up for you. He sees, you know, takes on short sides. He just loves, he's got a good running game. And I think they've got a real good balance. And then Scotty Drinkwater out the back is absolute class. So I think they might have a little bit too much for the uh, for the Canberra Raiders up there tonight. All right. You've seen firsthand what the Rabbitohs can do in the charity yes. shield. Uh, they take on the Sharks. Over, without Nico Hines, which is a, a, a bit Huge. of a bummer. But uh, the Sharks, they're, they're looking, you know, maybe top four. And, and plenty of good judges are saying that Rabbitohs are the team to beat. Yeah, I think this is going to – I would have – if I hadn't watched that Thursday night game, I would have said this is going to be the game of the round, but that was an outstanding game. But I do say this is going to be huge. Um, both teams are, are going to want to start the season off positively. Uh, they want to get the two points. you got to remember, 
Souths knocked out the Sharks last year. Um, the yep. performance Souths put in that that semi final, they blew them off the park. So I know Cronulla boys, they'll, they'll be stewing on that. They'll, they'll be absolutely filthy. They got knocked out by those guys. They haven't forgot about it. They want to go out and put a good performance, but I just think the Nico Hines factor is going to be a little bit too much. Um, you know, you've got young Harv in, in Trindle coming in. Moreland's been playing absolutely outstanding, but I just think there's a lot of pressure going to be put back on his shoulders. And I just think Souths are in a good spot, you know, playing against them. They just, they're doing everything on the same page. And, and this time of year, you just need to do the little things right. And if they can complete above 80% tonight, I, I dare say they'll win this game. I love it. All right, there you have it. Uh, all that is left for us is to give you a bold prediction for this Saturday. Aaron Woods, what have you got? For me, the bold prediction, it's not going to be about scoring tries or winning. Okay. It's about how many pushes and shoves Renato Mulitano can get in. <laughs> I think it'll probably be over three and a half push and shoves. He's an angry man. Is that him all the, all the time or just and, on the field? And he's a winger. So yeah. he comes in and pushes and shoves and runs straight back to the wing. Now, nah, he's honestly, I've told a million people this, he's one of the best blokes you'll ever meet off the field. Yeah. On the field, absolute goose. <laughs> I love him, but I love him. One of my favourites. Right. My bold prediction, of course, is that the, the Dragons will be in the top eight at the end of Saturday. They'll be seventh, obviously, mathematically. Can't be anywhere else because they do have the bye. Uh, but it's against. That's exactly right. No matter what happens. You've got your winner already. I have. I'm gonna, I've got the, ladder, paying, the NRL ladder. I'm going to cut it out and I'm going to put it on the fridge. That's, it is That's a Absolutely. Let's, let's, let's just blow the competition out now. Top eight. Would you love to talk to you as ever? That's all for the Saturday edition of the Footy Talk podcast. I'm listener Jimmy Graham and Ben Dobbin back in the hot seat tomorrow.